Welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, uh, Overpowered Podcast, I'm sorry, Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. Um, I'm your host, Adelaide, and co-hosting today is Jasmine. Uh, we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episode 10, Nihilism. Uh, before we begin, what were your thoughts, overall thoughts on the episode? I thought it was nihilism. All right, well, whatever. I, Aren't I can't you the English this. major here? Shh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, anyway, other than correcting my grammar, what was your <laughs> pronunciation? What were your original thoughts on that? Uh, as far as everything, this episode was pretty good. I was living. I have like comments that I have ready for each segment for you. Because as I was watching, I was like, I am ready for this. This is what I was waiting for. I was waiting for you. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, I was excited. Um, I mean, I kind of agree. I thought it was a very enjoyable episode. I think um, there were issues that I had that we'll get to later. But overall, it was really well done. And I think that mostly comes down to Jensen Ackles' uh, portrayal of Michael. Because... He is fantastic at that. Like overall, he's just really good at that. Yeah, he he had that stupid outfit. However, this time he looked classy, and I appreciated that. He yes. was not like some paper boy from the nineteen fifties. I will say that. I, well, I think the overall outfit is dumb. I agree with you on that. the The shift in in Dean's behavior in that is very well done, and like it's very believable. Hmm. And I awesome. really, I really couldn't wait to see this. Like, I was waiting for Evil. As you guys know, I was waiting for Evil Dean. And this episode gave me Evil Dean a plenty. I'm just sad that it ended so quickly. Yeah, that was, that was one of my criticisms, actually. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add? Nope. Okay, cool. So moving on. Um, so the season returns. Um, I'm going to just... I'm going to segment this a little bit, so it's kind of like we're dealing with what goes on in Dean's head after what goes on in the real world. Um, so, you know, Michael's back. We ended we ended with Michael uh, returning to Dean's body, taking it over because it was a trap, and these guys are idiots for not seeing that. Um, Michael's back, and he begins to implement his plan, trapping Sam, Castiel, and Jack in the room with him. And for me, there was this uh, genuinely good moment where uh, Jack turns and looks at Sam, and it's it's very believable that he's not... The teenager he appears to be, but he's the the toddler that he actually is. Where he looks mm-hmm. at him and, as a little kid, you can see it saying, uh, it, "It's like, Daddy, here? are we okay?" And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are we gonna die? Or what's happening? Um. So, like, what did you think of that? I know uh, neither of us are the biggest fans of Jack, but I I appreciated that moment, and it really did stick out to me. I was so excited, like, because I was like, "Yes, evil Michael, yes." And then, like, even Michael in that moment was like, oh, I'm trapped with you? You mean you're trapped with me? (laughs) That's exactly what I thought, too. Like, oh, no. No, you guys have it wrong. Um, As far as Jack being young, I appreciated it. Because he was the only one who could say that, if we're being honest. There was, like, no one else had the option to be that vulnerable. Castiel, we've never seen him that vulnerable. And Castiel's an angel. I don't think we would believe that vulnerability from him. And maybe Sam, because Sam is the worst. But Dean, definitely, like, he's always had to be the strong one. And, like, at that time, Sam isn't going to look at Michael slash and, and ask Dean, are we going to die? Like, even if, and I, I agree that I could see Sam maybe saying this, maybe earlier season Sam, but not, or earlier um, series Sam, like early seasons. But at this stage in the in the series, I don't know if I could see him saying it now. And even mm-hmm. then, the only person he'd say it to would be Dean. And mm-hmm. he didn't say, it. Dean isn't there at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, I, I thought it was a great moment. And great and, on you for pointing it out. <laughs> I just, I want to say that, like, that moment stuck out for me mostly because of the acting. Because, you know, that the acting in this series is often... Questionable? Uh, yes. If we're being generous with our descriptions, yes. Um, <laughs> it's often questionable. And I think that this episode had a lot of really good points in it. 
like really well done acting um jensen ackles being one of them and i'm very sorry i don't remember the name of jack's actor right now but he uh he did very well selling jack's age and jack's naivety very very well in multiple ways well and this is Uh, also coming off of him and his mother so maybe he's gotten back in touch with his childish side childish side as if there's more than uh, if, if there's more than that to him <laughs> well he is an angel so you know all even right. if you're childish you still are an angel who has he's, to be like i'm beyond all angel. of you well, i mean technically he's more powerful than all of them well still but he's still a little fledgling angel so he's a baby <laughs> angel anything else you wanted to add nope Okay, so Michael initiates his plan. Monsters all over the city begin attacking people, not killing them, just biting and scratching them. Uh, so basically, monsters are turning them and uh, turning normal humans into more monsters. And um, this felt very duh to me. Um, did you want to add anything to that? Because this is just, he's building the army. This is what he's been right, saying. Right, like that's what do. he said he was going to do anyway. Yeah. Um, so Sam calls upon a reaper that's been personally shadowing them, or one of them, because apparently it takes an entire team to do it, and they have shifts now. Um, I kind of enjoy that. That makes sense. Yeah, like, really, there's so much to babysit with them. Like, she even said, you have so much. <laughs> like, one of us can't handle you alone. <laughs> um, I I liked enjoyed... Michael's interaction with the reaper. I did too. I enjoyed that, like, they couldn't see her, that uh, Jack and Castiel couldn't see her, and that uh sam and sam and michael michael could. could and michael was like in my world we locked you up and you're basically slaves yeah i love that she was like oh fun <laughs> it was it was we killed death and enslaved the reapers and i was like wow you guys really went whole hog in your city to, or in your world didn't you well if you killed death then what happened to the people I, apparently you become death i don't know because right that doesn't make sense because of the lore that we established yes but alternative universe so maybe they have a loophole there no like is this the same loophole where sam i mean dean is the vessel for this michael even though he never existed in the other world i don't know i I can't defend them. Stop trying to make me defend their <laughs> weird choices. Because it doesn't make sense because we saw what happened when you killed Death. Yeah, the next another reaper, reaper who dies just takes his place. Exactly. So you literally have to kill all of the Reapers for there not to be a Death. And then on top of that, you have, um, I mean, you're enslaving the Reapers. So at some point, are you just like slowly killing them off as they become Death? I don't understand. And then we saw what happened when the Reapers don't take people. So if you, they're slaves, are they just taking everyone? Are they not taking anyone? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. <laughs> See, I have, I can't defend them. I have no idea. I don't know what they meant by that. I think they just wanted to give them something that sounded dangerous and cool. And also, like, these Reapers are very convenient to me. They just show up whenever, like, it's convenient and necessary for Sam or Dean to call upon them. Yeah, they're like puppies. Well, a little bit more dangerous than puppies. No, you get a nice, a decent pit bull and rip your legs off. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> so she, I was uh, just never mind. And so she, um, she teleports. Up, well, originally she refuses to help because she cannot interfere. Uh, and then she gets word from her boss telepathically, of course. No one else can hear it. Uh, she teleports them all away from the bunker to, or to the bunker, away from the horde of monsters approaching them, and their allies, who were apparently coming to save them, and Garth, who's I think still in the back of the in the Impala. trunk. Yes. Yeah. Garth even by the end of this, I think he's still in the Impala. Yes. So my question is, why isn't Garth dead? Yeah. Poor guy. Like, because you, like, I mean, sure. How many days has this been? How long? <laughs> I think it's only been one day so far but like still? but still like wouldn't he be able to like he's weakened because of the like enchantments and stuff in the trunk because originally their plan was to put michael in the trunk yes so there's a lot of enchantments all over that and there's it's the impala it's already enchanted to hell <laughs> right so my thing is he's already weakened he doesn't have any food and and or water like in how many days can you live without water uh, don't know, but I know with clean water you can only live for about seven days. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure you can only live... Uh, no, I think you can't live more than three days without water or something. Yeah. I was and thinking you with can clean live 20... water, you have about seven... With clean drinking water, like, it's not salt water, it's just it's normal mm-hmm. water. It's fresh water. 
um, then you have about seven days. Because I know you have 20 without food, but as long as you have water. Because it, it depends on how fat you are, for being honest. Like, I could probably true. live for a good couple months. <laughs> I was going to say, I probably would be set for a little while as myself, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, did you want to add to that? Um, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> uh, on that note, I, I find it interesting that Michael was just like, yeah, cool. No, I'm in the bunker. I don't care. Like, he was like, you, you didn't change the plan. You just delayed it a little bit. And then uh, the heat, they all get the call like, yeah, they're heading back. They're heading north. Which way are we again from the Yeah, we're, we're north, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Michael here. I felt like, I think my only problem was after that point, he starts to become just a lot of talk. And at, I wanted to see some... Well, they had him chained. They, he, he's literally a tiger in a cage at that point. They had him chained, and then they were in his. Break that chain if he wanted to. I felt like I I was under the impression that he was only chained because he was having fun with them, and at that point, and for me, the control was all in his. It it was all his. He just he sat there because he wanted to sit there. He was chained because he felt like being chained, and he just wanted to. He just wanted to mess with them and see how far they were going to go before he was going to be like, "All right, I'm done. My turn. I win." And I felt like it never really got to that point, and I wanted it to get to that point. Yeah, I didn't. Like, because when we saw the uh, handcuffs, this, he, he was like, these handcuffs can't hold me. And then you saw the enchantment when he tried to break them. So that proved that they couldn't hold him. I still wanted more. Like, I want, I don't care about Evil Dean so much, but, like, these guys keep throwing us, keep saying how powerful Michael is. And I want to see a little more of that. That's not a lot of, um, Lurking know. in the darkness. Yeah, there's not a lot of just like stalking around, you know, tiger hunting its prey without actually pouncing on it. I want to see him actually do something. I mean, we did see him send his minions to beat up a small child. Yes, but so. that's sending his minions. I want to see him do something. Right, but if you can mentally and telepathically control that many people, you have to be pretty strong. Yes, I know. That's why I want to see him do it. <laughs> like, I, I want to see the extent of your strength. Well, we like, did see him, me. like, basically. Un unarmed Sam Dean and uh, Castiel. Yes, that was cool, and that's like <laughs> I, once we'll get down there. But at that point, I did think, um, oh, finally, some action from Michael. Finally, so <laughs> like, finally, you're getting somewhere. Yeah, finally, Adelaide gets on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so tired. He's all talk. Um. Anyway, on that note, uh, jumping way far back, um. Sam and Castiel have the... Okay, it's mostly Sam. Uh, Sam has the brilliant idea to try and reach Dean directly by going into his head the same way that Crowley reached Sam. And uh, they give us the wonderful reminder that Crowley died. Thanks. I needed that. Well, technically, we didn't see him die. I think he escaped. If if my memory is correct, please let me know in the comments. But I'm pretty sure he escaped at the last minute. And made it look like he died. But he won't be in that vessel anymore. Like... Because I feel like that's what happened. Or I've read somewhere that that's what happened. I would hope so, because that's very Crowley to do. And I'm going to just keep saying that because I really want Crowley back. 300th episode, come on. You join join the cast. Let's go. <laughs> um, but that's probably unlikely. Mm, uh, no, so everybody else is coming back for the 300th This episode. is true. And, you know, Crowley's <laughs> come back a bunch of times. Can't we just have Crowley back, please? And this time we got Pamela to come back. So. Yeah, that was unusual. Right, I didn't expect of all the people who of all the people, I wondered if she was just cheap. Like, for being I, honest, honestly, I didn't remember her when she showed up. I was, <laughs> I like, didn't either. Like, I did not either. <laughs> and it took way too long for because Sam and Dean or Sam and Cass eventually do get into Dean's head. It took way too long for Sam to be like, "Oh yeah, that was Pamela, the psychic that was blinded by you." And I was like, "Oh." Thank you. We're 20 minutes in, but thank you for finally telling me who she was. Because when that happened, I was like, oh, yeah. Now I know. Thank you, guys. <laughs> you should have said that way earlier. Oh, that that bothered me. But anyway, um, way further back. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Sam's plan to go directly into Dean's head? Because Michael does have a line that says, you know, this is coming to my playground now. I, uh, I would. It's the jasmine hiss of hate. 
I just find it exhausting that Sam can't even have an original idea. Like, everything that he did was done to him as a torture mechanism. Like, the Men of Letters left us this. And remember when the Men of Letters did this to me? We could do this to Dean. And Crowley helped. So, like, none of these ideas were actually his. It's actually a good point. Like, he's portrayed as the as the clever one, as the, the idea one. But most of his ideas are, and I guess, like, to some extent that's normal. But most of his ideas aren't super original. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's, if it's like, the writers are trying to to link back to previous episodes and be like, okay, so we've established that this is a thing and we can actually do that. But a lot of the time they don't care about continuity anyway. As we've established from moments earlier, when we just talked about the whole death issue, the reapers. (laughs) Well, no, not just the reapers death. The next reaper is death. That's the cycle. So you cannot by definition enslave the reapers and prevent them from becoming death unless you kill all of them. Okay, so just like, was I wrong? Was it enslave death and kill the reapers? Was that the thing, yeah. or was it the other way? No, around? Th- no, he did say that they killed death and enslaved the reapers. Okay, but that doesn't make sense. I tried to throw them sense. a bone. I tried. Like, that was the only le- one like, I got for them. Let us know if we're both mishearing because I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was too because she she had the look on her face of oh god no, and. See, and I established that look as, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, see, for me it was, oh god, not Michael's, like, in trouble. and Or Michael's trouble and I don't want to be near this, but maybe that's just because at the time it was very much Michael is trouble and I don't want to be near this. <laughs> uh, But yeah, that's it. Let's slide just along. Move on. Um. <laughs> All right, so D, Sam and Cass look for a way to break in, break Dean out of his own mind. Uh, the rest of the, we see the rest of the bunker, um, and we get like people, kind of like, I, I, okay, this is okay. Super can new. we have a conversation about, about the, the people, like the one person that talks, and then the the extras that just sit in the oh, back no, of the car? No, no, I want to go back to the van. Oh, okay, go specifically because I have notes about the van. Okay, go to the van. Go. Okay, so there's a a a, a car a van of hunters and then there's a van of of monsters that got past the caravan of hunters uh before this caravan of hunters so the monsters stop the van and no one sees them get out of the van are we saying that this team of highly trained hunters none of them see them going into the woods I hated this and I hated the fact that like they wander off and split up have you learned nothing you no, once you split one. up, oh. he would have been dead and I would have said it's over. Like, we have been doing this for too long. We've been in this game for too long for you to just be like... And then they were fighting angels. Like, they know tactics. And they were from Michael's world. Like, they know this. They should they know, know him, this. yes. And they should know that, no, you don't separate. No, you don't let the person that suddenly disappeared and suddenly reappeared back into the group because you know he's possessed. You know it. Why are you letting him back in? And giving him a vital position. Like, hey, you, lock the doors. Make sure everything is okay. Really? That's what we're, okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, too much power. Too much power for him. And, like, we all saw that coming a mile away. There, there were... I enjoyed the stuff going on with Dean and, like, the core cast, but the stuff that was going on outside of Dean's head in the real world with the, with the monsters coming at them, I hated this because this was also poorly written. Like, we already knew he was possessed, and you guys are idiots for not seeing it. This is 14 seasons in. You should know this stuff by now. And then we'll get to the other stuff later, but I have words for the Jack stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, that really bothered me. So, hmm. So, Okay. You want to continue oh, on that? Or? Oh, also, I had a note. Okay. And it was like, uh, one, how did they get how did they get out of the van without any of the group seeing them? That does not make sense. It wasn't even that dark. Why leave the infant alone with evil Dean? Oh, so that was when oh, yes, they, yes. Yeah, they left Jack alone. And evil Dean was like, yeah, you know you're a burden. They don't love you. I was, I was living because he was the best. Like, everything he said was hitting the mark. And I was like, yes, give me more of this psychological torture. 
this was this was the this was the Michael that I wanted to see. And I feel like when you had Jack be like, well, that's not what you said earlier. Yeah, no, that was a moment of weakness. I feel like he bounced off that very well to, to like responding to Jack's naive response of, well, that's not what you said earlier. Cause you know, that mm-hmm. that's a very kid response. That is not that like, that's not what you said earlier. Great. You wanted me on your side, but to he's now twisting it around and he twists it so well. Like he's very good at manipulation, very good at psychological control. Yeah. When he said you are a burden that none of them wanted. You are just another responsibility. I was like, yes, you tell him the truth, evil Dean. And it hurts so much more because it's coming from Dean. And then when he said, when you died, Dean was happy. Like he might not have said it, but in his heart, deep down, it was one less thing he had to worry about. I was living. I would like... (laughs) I won't say I was as thrilled as you were, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're speaking for the entire audience right now about Jack. I was living as Michael drops these truth bombs, and then Cassiel came next in line, and he hit that out of the park, too. Like, God doesn't love you. We're just drafts. And okay. I am going to burn every word, every world that he's ever created down, which I appreciate that they established some kind of continuity between the multiple worlds. Me too. This was actually something I really wanted to address. Um, <laughs> I really loved this. I really loved him saying, oh yeah, we're, we all have the same God. He created, like, this was something we'd been talking about before. Was it the same God? Multiple universes? What? What's happening? And, um, and so I was really, one, happy that they addressed that. And two, I really liked the comparison because they just continued with him being a writer. And this is like an area that, one, I have an experience in. And then, like, you have the writers almost saying it directly about their own experiences. And they're saying, yeah, these are, these, you know, he's a writer. What do writers do? They make multiple drafts. We're just discarded drafts. He's off making another one now, which is probably true. He's probably off making yet another world. And this time with his sister. And then he was like, yeah, now I know about Chuck. And like, ah, every time he dropped a bomb, I was living for it. And like, you could see that he actually got inside of Castiel. It was like a worm that was planted in his head. And now that will always be there in the back of his head every time he thinks about God. I love Evil Dean. This was really well done. And I um, I think the only thing I hated about this was it comes back to the same the same motivation as basically what everybody else, every other major villain has had, which was, oh yeah, I want to destroy God. I want to be better than God. Look, he abandoned yeah, Daddy me. didn't love me. Yeah, well, I mean, me. daddy issues are pretty, if we're, if we're being honest, as far as the archangels go, all of them have some kind of parental issue except Gabriel. And well, we didn't really, well, let's say Lucifer and Michael, the two powerful ones who were supposed to kill each other. They are. They have the biggest daddy issues, and I would assume that if you're supposed to be killing your little sister, you would have some parents' rental issues too. Like from yeah, birth, probably. you were like your mother was like, "Yeah, you're gonna kill Susie, or Susie's gonna kill you. One of you is gonna kill the other," and, and then your mother just disappears. See, I would hope that <laughs> Susie and I, in this case, could turn around and be like, "No, you know what? No, no but but I now it's ingrained." Not. Susie's like, mom will come back if I kill you. That's it. Susie crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So one of you are going to kill the other at that point. Uh, See, I would hope not. But, you know, at the same time, (laughs) we're portraying, like, one of the things is that, you know, angels don't have free will. So maybe they are bound to Well, no, they do have free will. We have Gabriel. Yes, Gabriel. Well, wasn't it like the, there are some exceptions, like Castiel has it and, and Gabriel has it, but not all of them do. I mean, well, technically, Michael has free... If we're being... They keep saying that, but they all have free will to some extent. It's just some have more than others. It's just a matter of being a soldier where you are just so determined to focus on the mission that you don't think about everything else. And that's basically who they are. I'm gonna gonna blame the writers instead. (laughs) And be like, well, you're saying they don't have free will, but then you're acting like they do, and then you're adding more stuff that implies that they do. So which is it? Well, like I said, I feel like they are soldiers in the middle of a war zone, and as soon as they have a minute to get out of that, they don't either don't know what to do, like we saw when heaven was falling apart, or they become Lucifer and Michael and Cassiel to some extent. 
where they're like, this is my cause, this is what I will fight for instead of that one. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think the only... I think it's reaching a lot where the writers are to uh, portray them in, in various lights. They want to, they want the soldier aspect, but then, you know, it's a war that they're creating and it just, not necessarily. Like, even if we go back to your sister, Susie situation, Susie truly believes that by killing you, mom will come home. You truly believe you don't want anything to do with this, but you have to defend yourself from Susie. From the outside looking in, it looks like you both are fighting for this master plan that everyone told you was happening, but you both have your independent motivations. It's actually pretty good writing when you actually dissect the characters. All right, I'll give you that one. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Like, if you put it, when you put it in that light, I feel like you're giving them too much, honestly. But like, <laughs> when you put it in that light, I agree with you. Um, however, like, I feel like because they reuse it so much that it gets a little tiring. See, in this time, I honestly, I think sense. it makes sense, but I really think that Michael and Lucifer, as being both God's favorite and God's most loyal, would have this resentment to God. That would be their motivation. See, it's I, just like I understand, but also at the same time, like, why did he make so many more Michaels and so many more Lucifers? I I will give you that, <laughs> because he never expected them to meet. <laughs> Like, why do, you, also, why do you need multiple of the same angel in... Like, I understand, fine. I'll give you the human ones, because then... Because there's variables there. There's like, oh yeah, I didn't... You know, the humans kind of started creating themselves after I made the first couple ones, and, you know, they all do their own thing. Um, and I just watch and see what the little ant farm does. But... <laughs> the whole point of the angels is that he created them. So he's off making multiple Michaels, multiple Gabriels, multiple. Well, maybe it's world. just like a Sims file where you just copy and paste the next one and try to do better. See, now we're Sims. This is like. I mean, I've always it, it would make sense. It makes like... sense. This is why I walk into rooms and forget what I'm doing. <laughs> no, you don't need to do that. Delete. Delete. Why am I here? Wait a minute. <laughs> why am I opening this fridge? Uh. But anyway, yeah, I don't even remember where we were in this outline anymore. Um, uh, we were talking about the truth bones from Evil Dean. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, we're almost at the end. Yeah, so yeah, after the truth bombs, blah, 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 um, monsters arrive, monsters start, like, trying to get in. Um, of course, one of the hunters is possessed. We saw this coming a mile away. And of course, Jack's powers magically save everybody. Um, woo, convenient timing for his powers to return. I saw this coming. Nope, they didn't return. He was burning away his soul. Well, all right, fine. Whatever. Same power thing ability. This was dumb, and I hated it. Well, no, because we. I, mean, I think we can all see what's going to happen here. Jack is going to end up burning completely away his soul, and he's going to be either a full angel or he's going to die. And my money says they're not going to kill off Jack. I actually like so, the idea of him being a full angel and kind of going, like, crazy evil. That would be kind of cool. Right, but then that would be cliche, because as you said in the last episode... He's Lucifer's son. This is so, true. So yeah, it'd be if, interesting like, if he became the new Lucifer, though. Yes. Um. Yes, <laughs> but also like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore with Jack. I'm tired of him. So if like they give us a reason for us to hate him, I'm fine with it. <laughs> like as cool. I don't as know. And then he still has his girlfriend storyline um tied up. Hmm. Well, you know she's gonna die. So. I don't know. Because it'd be interesting if she ends up being a hero. That would be a good angel to t angle to take, if we're being honest. If she's the hero who kills the evil thing because she loves him. Yes, but... But it's like a sick, twisted love. Have you so seen then it's like... Supernatural? And what they do to their female characters? Eh. So, like, that would be awesome, but I don't have a lot of faith in them. Hmm. Anyway. You want to continue on that trend, or do you are you ready no, to fine. dive into Dean's, Dean's mind bar that he's got going on here? Yeah, I'm fine with the mind bar. Let's go. Okay, so uh, Dean's idea of happiness uh, as a, in his dream is owning a bar while still actively hunting or participating in hunts. No, this would be his life because yes, if we're life. being honest, um, if he decided to hang it up, the monsters would still come for him. And like the monster said, you killed my family. I, he was yeah, basically yeah. Iago Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. But I liked him. 
Like, Why would you compare Vampire to him? Like, that, but that's basically what he did. My name is Iago Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare you killed to my die. entire nest. Prepare to die. Yes, that, I mean, that was what it was. But how dare you? I just want to know, like, all right, so he's living this new life. He's in this bar, which is, like, mildly on loop. Events keep, like, resetting and reoccurring. Um, and it, it's obviously it was comparing it to the broken record that was playing in the background. Um, so in his little dream, he and he and Pamela, the psychic from, what, season five? Um, they fight I don't know. Man. They look so young in their flashback. I was like, wow, that was forever ago. I, <laughs> I don't understand. She was... That was a long time ago, and I don't understand P- Pamela of all people. Like, not like really I said, I, feel, I did like her like, originally. No, but it would have made why? sense if it was the people in the bar that he actually cared about—the mother and daughter. Yes, see, that's what I like expected, and it, the bar was so quiet, and there were only like the vampires that came in, and then Pamela, and I was like, "This is why don't you have? Why are your customers not the people you cared about? Why are your and customers? the person who wanted him to sell? Yeah, what is going on here?" <laughs> You're you're oddly alone, which I guess I can kind of understand, but at the same time, you don't have a lot going on here. How are you like I was also surprised his his son and arguably the woman he loved weren't there. Yes. I honestly at first when I first saw Pamela because I didn't remember who she was, I but, thought that was her at first. I was like, That's not her. Would that be her? Is that her? I don't think that's her. And I think um, it would have been interesting if it was his son. Like yes. an adult version of his son. That that should have been it. It should have been uh, him with his son and the the woman he was going to like give hunting away for like that's what it was. That's well, no, because even if even because in his head they almost died. But even if it was like a teen version of him working at the bar, that would have been a fun turn of events to me. Where he's like, yeah, I gotta go home to mom. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, see, that would have been way better. And it's just like, I don't. I liked Pamela a lot. Do not get me wrong. I really enjoyed Pamela way back when we saw her, but I did not remember who she was, and it seemed like a very unusual choice to make, uh, given this time frame, that the last time we saw her. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, so let's see. Uh, he and Pamela are working in this bar, fighting off uh, vampires intruding on their, as what I've said, a very empty bar. Um. Well, Sam and Castiel are off on a hunt, and this is just said. Um, Sam and Castiel, uh, after successfully entering Dean's mind, uh, wander through trauma-filled memories. Although it's portrayed in a way that I don't—I didn't like the portrayal that much. It seemed kind of of the echoes. Uh, I, I liked saving. it. Uh, see, the reason I liked it. Sorry to interject. Okay. I keep doing the see thing, but <laughs> the reason I liked it is because you can hear the screams of pain, and Castiel even says there's so much trauma in Dean's mind. It's hard to get through. And I was like, yes! And Sam was like, yeah, he has a lot of trauma. I was like, it's your fault, Sam! It's all your fault. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. <laughs> because, like, I was sitting there, and I, when he was like, yeah, there's a lot of trauma in here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, yeah. I'm aware that Dean is very, very traumatized by various events. I understand that. Mm, Moving mm, on. Mm, mm. <laughs> so, I, like... I liked the portrayal a little bit and like it was creative, but at the same time it felt a little um, like Castiel is just holding up a glow stick and wandering through the darkness while Sam's behind him. (laughs) Angel powers. The angel leads the way. The (laughs) angel. Yes. With his glow stick. That's like all that it felt like. And I just, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with that visual. Uh, Can we go back for a second to the beginning where they gave you the recap of how Castiel has to be happy for the deal to take place. Yes. Sure. Um, as as I watch these episodes more and more, I they better not make him happy. Yeah, because that is not their life. Cat and you can see that never it, been happy. Like you can see that they're trying to make them happy, but there's no way that Cassia will ever be happy. Like he is a constant grump. Like if anything, he would have to be on antidepressants because his life sucks so much. I, yeah, I, I don't understand how Castiel could ever be happy. I feel like there's always something with Castiel. Like, just, you're just waiting for the next shoe to fall with Castiel. Because there's always something he's either upset about. There's always something that's going on. There's something horribly dramatic. He's dead. Who knows? It's it's one of those. Always one of those. <laughs> oh, that's one of those things is not like the others. <laughs> so I just, like, I know they're trying. 
but at the same time, because they have to try. They've they've given us this caveat. Yes, caveat. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, they've given us this, and they've they now have to fulfill it. They now have to say, "Oh yes, Castiel is now happy with himself, and he's forgotten about this deal." Like first of all, no, Castiel will never be happy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He may have spades of happiness, but he will never be blissfully happy in, in his And life. forget about the deal. And forget about the that deal. Was also like, an, that was also another thing of the deal. He has to forget about the deal and be happy. <laughs> and I just can't see both of those things happening at once. So, when when the empty comes for him, I want him to be like, who are you? Oh, yes. The deal I made. See, I want him to because be like, if he is I'm conscious of who the empty is, then that means he didn't forget about the deal. I feel like if he forgets about it and he's happy, if both of these these things are met, it goes against Castiel's entire character. <laughs> and as brutal as it is to say that, it's true because Castiel is the, is the grumpy angel of the group. He's the grumpy. See, cat. this is the thing. I will say that he was happy with Jack and Jack's mother. All right. Yes, I'll I'll say that, but I also feel like he wouldn't have forgotten about the deal in that case either, because he still like was aware. If we're gonna make that comparison, we're gonna say he was still aware that this this child was Lucifer's, and while mm -hmm. he was optimistic about the outcome, he was still aware of the possibilities. That's true. Yes. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> we can we can move on with that. Um, we keep jumping around. I don't remember where we are anymore. Um, we are on. Uh, Jack saves the day at the cost of his oh, soul. I've, I've jumped ahead. And <laughs> yeah, we did. I was, to, I was just looking at my notes. Oh, okay. Um, um, <laughs> they are searching for Dean with the glow stick. Yes, the glow stick. Um, so yeah, they as they're going through the trauma, uh, Sam says something about, oh, he wouldn't bury him in trauma. He'd have to keep him content. And so they start looking through happier memories. And I am a terrible person who thought, oh, well, there's only like four of those. You should find him easily. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, it took like, what, three seconds? And Sam's like, oh, he hey, was like, that wait, that's not happen. real. Let's go there. Right. <laughs> like, that was sad because th that's how few happy memories. Like, you can hear the screams of his, his agony. And then the happy memories were so few and far in between. He was like, yep, that's fake. Let's go. Yep, that one, that one wasn't, ha that one wasn't true. And I will say, I think I channeled you for a moment because I even thought, you weren't there for a long time, Sam. How would you know? <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that, but that is an excellent point. <laughs> like, I was so, I was so busy. Like, Sam, I'm just saying, like, you weren't there for a large chunk of his life. How do you know that didn't happen, Sam? Where were you? <laughs> it would have been funny if the memory he went to was, actual, was an actual memory. I kind of wanted like, that to happen, but I didn't want them to drag out the glow stick in the darkness any longer. Because we got a couple <laughs> scenes of that, and I was already bored with it. <laughs> so, no. I just, like... they That one felt... I liked them searching for it, and I liked the idea behind it. And I liked how Sam is like, well, he'd have to keep him content, so you have to look for this. But at the same time, like, there's no way you can know all of his happy memories. Like, even... How do you know it didn't happen when you were when when Sam was in the cage with Lucifer? How do you know it didn't happen then? And even even assuming that you don't or when he was stuff. soulless, exactly. Like, how do you know it didn't happen around that time too? <laughs> like, you weren't paying attention. Who cares? Uh, suddenly Adelaide has shifted to my scene. Oh no, I still hate Dean. I just like <laughs> just want to. I want to point out the continuity issues. Uh. Suddenly, Adelaide has come on the Sam hate train. <laughs> Maybe I just hate the Winchesters. That's possible, too. Right. I'm only here for Rowena at this point. Who knows now? <laughs> and the angel, who's just the grumpy kitty cat in the window. He is the grumpy cat, though. <laughs> and it's like, it's more endearing when I call him that, because sometimes Cassiel rubs me the wrong way, but now that I've called him grumpy cat, I really like him. <laughs> anyway, uh, they find Dean at his bar, and are sent through another surge of the replays that happen and get splattered with blood. I actually found this kind of amusing. Um, and as Sam and Dean, like, and and they're repeating the phrase, oh, you guys, how was the ghoul hunting? And they're like, we weren't ghoul hunting. And then it replays another memory. How was the ghoul hunting? That That's not what happened. We were just here. And um, I was I was entertained by this. And um, uh, so Sam and Dean, I'll... go ahead. 
Yeah, I liked it too. Like, cause Castiel seems so confused. Like you, like, and now that we're using him as a cat, like when you are playing with a cat in the mirror and then they're looking at their reflection, like what? That is exactly yes. <laughs> Castiel is now the cat of the group. He's the pet cat. I've called him the pet angel like a thousand times, and they've called him that in the show. But no, nah, he's he's just the cat. He has the same expressions and everything. Uh, so yeah, it was hilarious. Sam was just like, uh, Sam was Sam. Sam was frustrated and trying to get through to him. Um, uh, so they managed to, they attempt to convince him and slowly minor details start to change. And I, uh, I liked how he says, well, you know, Pamela was blinded and then the camera pans over and you see Pamela's blind. And Dean says, how long have you been blind? She's like, I've always been blind. (laughs) <laughs> and um then he remembers that she's dead and she's just gone um so he's like that slowly brings him back and sam mm-hmm. uses the phrase poughkeepsie as a oh that stupid magic word i was mad that this happened because it it was like why didn't you say that earlier sam that's what i because of course i knew he was gonna walk in and say poughkeepsie because they did it in the preview like remember the word sam poughkeepsie it means to get up and run like also Side note, I think everyone needs a super magic word. Yeah, yeah, everybody does. Except Sam and Dean. <laughs> Except because... Sam and Dean. <laughs> because it's dumb when it resurfaces for them. But everybody else, yeah. you need a safe word in life. It's good. Yes. Like when you go traveling, have a safe word. Let them know. Yes. Like, I'm in danger. Yes. That is Without letting the captors know that you are telling someone you're in danger. Yes, this is absolutely a thing. And you absolutely need a safe word, you know real talk you absolutely need a safe word in life that you can say to somebody and you have to make sure those people know the safe word too so you know mm-hmm. everybody's on the same like page. don't tell it to your friend who smokes a little bit too much and forgets stuff yeah okay that's not the person you need to trust your life with yes <laughs> the people closest to you need to know the the one that you're kind of like eh, you know fred smokes a bit but he's fine like you oh, call up your friend poughkeepsie what i'm not going to poughkeepsie what are you talking about Why am I going too far out? no i don't need that <laughs> I also, no, I agree need to go to Poughkeepsie. <laughs> I also agree that the uh, on the note of Sam and Dean. Uh, I also agree that the the preview ruined it, and uh, that would have made I don't know that I don't like it when they they bring stuff so far back from previews and and they they reference it in the previews. I understand that they have to do it sometimes, but I don't know. It just for me it ruined it because it was like oh Poughkeepsie. I was like yeah, all right. Well, we saw that coming. It, it would have been better if they zoomed in onto his into his eye like they always do for a flashback and then have the memory triggered like that yes instead of the the because uh, dean was the one who even said poughkeepsie is our safe word yes that means get up and run it's like that would have been an awesome memory to do yeah and that would have been better writing too to have them to have it resurface at that point because that would have reminded the viewers without pointing it Spoiling out at the beginning it. of the episode mm-hmm. where it's like oh well this is going to come back in some way as an aside, was Pamela in the beginning of the the episode? Because I don't remember that. No. All right. Really? Pamela was a flashback. Really? Like, they Pamela the... could have been. Like, Pam, if we're being honest, Pamela could have been in the beginning of the episode. Pamela should have <laughs> been in the beginning of the episode because she walked into that bar and I was like, who are you? So, oops. <laughs> I had no what idea. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, they should have switched that. It should have been Poughkeepsie was the flashback and. Pamela was at the beginning to remind everybody because I had no idea. Mm. So, yeah. Um, moving on from that. Uh, we covered that part. Um, so, yeah. D- Michael appears, clapping, you know, happy for them for getting through to Dean. Uh, and drop some more truth bombs. Drop some more truth bombs. you want to cover those? Because I didn't have a lot of <laughs> Yes! Go ahead. I was living. Okay. So, he goes to Sam and he's like, you're, a, you're just a liability, Sam. Like, He's always having to protect you. You know he secretly hates you both. <laughs> I, like, I could hear you I be- cheering all the way across the U.S. when I heard that. <laughs> I was. I was there. I was living. I was like, you tell them the truth, Michael. You let them have it. And the fact that it's coming out of Dean's mouth, you know these things are going to resonate with them forever. Like Castiel, who pulled Dean from perdition. That's the only reason he protects you. That's the only reason he even cares about you. <laughs> and the way he said it. 
Ooh, okay. Quoted Castile <laughs> directly. I remember that phrase too. Yes. Like he quoted and it then, exactly. That was well done. And then Sam, the wayward son. <laughs> who he was happiest when you weren't hunting, you know. He didn't have to worry about you. He didn't have to take care of someone. Make sure you're always safe. You are liabilities, responsibilities, and chains around his legs as he drowns. And I was living. I was like, yes, you tell him the truth. Did you commit this to memory just for that? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly watched this episode one time, and I remember these lines because they were so good. They were really good. Like, again, this goes back to to the uh, to Jensen Ackles, Ackles portraying him really well, and he does it so well. The way he does Michael is just excellent. Yeah, well, because at first we were questioning his Michael, like it was like, is this good? Would that be Michael? This episode he came through with the one two. He was all Mike Tyson on us, and I was like, yes. Yeah, I like I remember <laughs> like going back. I absolutely remember we were like, this doesn't feel like Michael, but this episode was absolutely him, and this was very well done. Mm. like the level of like I don't know where he channeled all of that hatred for them but it came out in spades uh, good episode this was yeah uh. <laughs> uh, for me the highlight of the bar scene after that was then that Michael then absolutely owns all three of them in a fist fight absolutely mm-hmm. wrecked all three of them and I don't know why that was so satisfying, but maybe it was just because Michael the entire Because they time... thought that they could beat him. Yeah. Like, they were, they were talking all of that smack. Like, they was like, oh, Michael, you ain't nothing in here. You don't have your power. And Michael was like, I don't need my power for you three. And he came through. Like, he came through and just was like, I don't even have to use both hands with y'all. Like, get out of here. He was just dismiss- dismissing them like flies. And the best part of that is the minute he said it, my first thought was, do it do it i want to see it you won't and i want and he did it i was like wow okay i've been called out oh so I yes was so pleased to adelaide see was that girl in the corner hyping up the crowd you ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> you ain't gonna do it do it prove it <laughs> the entire episode i have to say every time michael said something he was like oh yeah i have all this power i'm like then prove it i was like i believe you michael you don't gotta show him no, I you don't have to, to show him and then michael like when he was hitting with them them psychological bombs i knew that he was like the best in the room oh yeah like because everything he said was so on point that you know they will be thinking about that for the rest of their lives oh totally especially jack like, like I feel if like they castiel and sam are stung by it but that's gonna haunt jack for a long time if they do not incorporate that in their character development moving forward, it's a big mistake. Oh, totally. And yeah, they have to. They absolutely have to. Especially for Jack. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll age him up a little bit. Well, I mean, he already is burning pieces of his soul away, so. Yeah, maybe that'll After age him After Cassiel specifically said, yeah, no, you're going to burn away your soul. And why isn't he training anymore? I don't know. I don't. I don't understand anymore. Anyway, um, so eventually they do trap him in the back room with a teeny tiny... What was that? Was that a screwdriver? Because it looked like a screwdriver. Yeah, it was the screwdriver. So they trapped him with a screwdriver in the back room via a door that shouldn't have worked that way. And um, I enjoyed the line of, it's my my mind, my rules, it will hold. And Dean then becomes the cage for Michael. Okay, so I actually have a note. Okay, good, go. Dean is now the cage. Yet another weight he has to bear. Thanks, Sam. Of course it goes back to Sam. I don't know why. Well, I Sam something. did go into the mind. Like, if anything, I don't know why Dean just didn't expel Michael because he didn't have another body to go to. Yeah, and I will say that was something I expected because that's what, the way Sam was talking about it, that was the way I was led to believe it was going to go. Because Sam says, like, a- Sam says, you know, when we're, Crowley gave me the, he, he broke the illusion, allowed me to expel the, the, to kick the angel out. That's how it worked for him. And so I guess I was kind of expecting it to go that way, too. I mean, it's the equivalent of keeping a gun in the house with a murderer. Like, we all know what's going to happen here eventually. I mean, I'd like to deny it, but this entire series just likes to prove otherwise. (laughs) Like, it's just, uh, I don't like it. It was stupid. 
because why would you keep him in why would you you literally are keeping him in your mind where he wants to be you are his vessel why would you keep him inside of it if anything put him in sam if you want him somebody to be a cave really that might be better because he's not the vessel for him He's the right. vessel for so Lucifer. You, for at that point, it's exactly. just like, I don't want this. I'm not touching it. I don't want to touch these walls. Ew, go away. Exactly. Like, that, like I don't understand why they didn't just put him in someone else's body. or Because that would make more sense than to put him in his vessel and just say, I'm locking this door. You can't come out now. I will say that if it had been in Sam, I know, I know that you wouldn't have liked that development. Because then it would have been another way for Sam to have been weak and annoying to you. No, but see, it would it would have also presented the opportunity to kill Sam. And I feel like that would outweigh the annoyance for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's Sam like, now die. they gotta kill him. Like, they have to kill him now because he's devout. Like, he's in Lucifer. Like, and th- but then they would have used the whole, it kills the... Uh, it, it kills the angel without killing the vessel. Because I definitely would have stabbed him with the angel blade. Why didn't anyone bring an angel blade? Uh, Jack had one at the very beginning. He was, like, picking one up <laughs> off the ground. And I was like, yeah, kid, go for it. You, you tiny little like, kitty cat, stab that tiger. I dare you. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't stab him. They had multiple opportunities to stab him. And based on the cannon that they set up... I really expected it to go that way. But maybe they're still holding on to that for the very last episode. Hmm. Unfortunately, that actually is probably why they're holding on to it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, after all of that, and everybody comes out of Dean's mind, uh, Castiel does the, the parental lecture uh, with Jack about how his... Uh... Don't be sorry, Hope. Be careful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I expected him to say, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like, that was, when he said, I'm not mad, you're not in trouble, I was like, you're just going to say the phrase, aren't you? You're going to say the dad phrase. I was waiting for it. And I, I think that's scared. just any parent phrase, if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah, it's true. But, like, I was waiting for it. I was scared. And um, I was actually, Castiel, I was disappointed that he didn't say it. I don't know. Like, for me, disappointing. Like, I don't know why this, sounds, this is going to sound bad, but, like, your parent saying, I'm disappointed in you. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why that hurts people so much. I don't know. Like, like me, it's, but... I don't know. Like, maybe that's because, like, the Christian in me is like, life is full of disappointment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, congrats. I'm just another part of it. Right. Like, this is just a test. This too shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I have a new outlook on life now. <laughs> um, I will say that at this stage in the, um, uh, with Jack and Cassiel here, it was also another, it was another moment where I was reminded just how childish jack is like normally he's childish and annoying but this was like childish as an actual child mm-hmm. and this was another moment where i was reminded of that and he's just the actor's either getting better or something something's changed that's made jack's actor better and it's made um Jensen is he better. better or are you just getting used to mediocrity oh that's a good question i don't like that <laughs> I don't like that question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bypass that. Anyway, so Death, formerly Billy the Reaper, um, shows up and confronts Dean, and I hated this scene to my very core. Um, because, so, yes, recap. Uh, there's, like, a huge library of how everybody dies, and the book's all in one way for most people. But Dean has, like, a thousand of them, and how they all, how he'll die. And He had a thousand. Yeah, it was just too many. Him and Sam both did, if we're being honest. Yeah, true. And I don't know why, did. though. Because Sam is not the like Sam would not be the one to die for a cause. Doesn't they say the only oh, time the only Rowena. time the only time he gave up something for a cause was when he threw himself into the cage. Yep, that's it. And even then, that didn't kill him. So frankly, I'm surprised they have any records on them at all because that explain that <laughs> that implies they're going to die. And like, I don't believe you. I just don't believe you. Well, no, they technically die a lot. They, they just, just don't stay dead. Right. So... It just doesn't end. It's just like, oh, well, all right, chapter 14 is done. They're dead again. <laughs> Who cares? This really happens. Will they come back again? Like, Yes. No, the question is, will they stay dead? Oh. That's the subtitle. Turn to the next page to find out. Really. No, it's wait three months to find out. 
Anyway, so uh, now all of the books say the same thing, and that Dean dies when Michael breaks out of the cage and uses his vessel to destroy the world. All except one book, which she hands him, and he reads the ending. And then we get to stare at his shocked face for the next what felt like four hours, while music swells in dramatically, telling us that something important was written on that page, and finally it fades to black. And I'm like, I, you didn't need the last I hate you so much. What? I hate you so Like, that's what I said. Like, when I watched it, I was like, I hate you so much. That's what I hated, Like, too. at the very least, you could have shown us the page. I was so like, mad. I thought they were going to show us. When they were building it up and zooming closer on his face, I was like, please show us the book. You're not going to show us the book, are you? And then they did, and I was like, I am going to boycott you for this. I was so <laughs> mad. It's not how you end something. I mean, it is if you want people to come back. Oh, no. This is, like... I'll be honest, this if I didn't Avengers. have to do it for, for um, OPE, I probably would, like, rage quit their series for a good three months <laughs> and then come back to it later. This is the Avengers, where everyone dies, but no one dies. <laughs> yep. That, I mean, having just watched the most recent Side Avenger note. movies. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of Marvel, oh, no. Adelaide is doing a podcast for Marvel. So, I mean, not a podcast, an article. And you're also going to be on every podcast. No, you're going to be on every podcast no. that features Captain Marvel. Yay! Yeah, my boyfriend so. wants to see Captain Marvel, so we're going to go see it eventually when it's out. Yay. I'm excited. Yeah. Don't let the tone fool so, you. Look out for Adelaide's uh, review. And don't forget to watch the end, because you have to watch the after credits. I know. Yeah. I have to sit there and <laughs> do the whole freaking 20 minutes of credits. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll save popcorn for that. Just chuck at people as they leave instead of eating it. I mean, Fun just entertain fact. myself. Fun fact, me and Michelle got into a popcorn fight in a the theater one time. <laughs> you know, I believe that. <laughs> so, anyway, back to Supernatural. Actually, I, like, I'm done with the, the recap. So now we're on the questions and thoughts. And most of the time, I, I loop those in anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So Garth is still in the trunk, right? Because we've covered everything yeah. else. He's still in yeah, the we trunk covered the that. this, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so do you want to talk about the preview for the next episode? Okay, so we're going to end. If you have not seen the preview, guys, now it's time to click off, go away, leave us alone, goodbye. Um. Wait, no, before you leave, so. Um, <laughs> you can check us out on overpowerentertainment.com, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, other podcasting platforms. You can follow us on Real OP Tweets. You can follow me personally at OP Jasmine. You can follow Adelaide at OP underscore Addy. Links are in the description. You can check us out on Instagram, Real OP Graham. You can follow us on Facebook, um, Overpowered slash Facebook or Facebook slash Overpowered something. The face, just look up Overpowered segment. <laughs> and we have a Discord channel somewhere. And I think we're doing a Pinterest now. Really? I don't know. Oh, we have no. stuff. Social media. Like we have, Just click the buttons. Look for Overpower Entertainment with the little power thing. My goodness, we have more social you, media. You than know we us. Earlier. You love us. <laughs> um. So yes, now we're talking about the preview. Preview discussion. Let's yes. go. You want to jump into that? I, I, I thought you were going to talk about. Okay. Right, right. So in the preview, we see a a lot. It's a twenty second preview of um Dean banging on something. Um, his mother back. Uh, everybody's like Dean is really distant. Cassie, I was like, he even hugged me today. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. After it, <laughs> I was living like because I was like, you know, you loved it, Cassie. Of course he like, did. <laughs> I'm so on board this ship. I'm like, nothing can shake me off of this. Mm, I don't know. Cassie has to be happy, so he'll probably be happy if he ends up with Dean. Yes, I know. Let's see, like. That's the caveat, I agree. Uh, so he won't end up with Dean, but obviously they're made for each other. There. Um, but, yes. I loved it. Sam was there, I guess. I don't know what Sam was doing. Feel free to jump in. I, I mostly remembered the... Uh, what's his name? Lucifer's Vessel? I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mostly remembered him coming back with the with the scary Lucifer eyes. And... No, he didn't have... He had regular okay, eyes. Okay, scary, regular like... human eyes. He's actually very <laughs> terrifying to me. He's he's scarier than the monsters that we've run across because he's, like, real human anger and violence. Yeah. Like, he terrifies mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And then we see Marion's I will give you. Which is dumb because where the hell have yeah, you two been? They, and not answering the phone and not caring about anyone but yourselves while you're banging in a freaking cabin because Bobby needs to get his life. Yeah, woo. 
That was absolutely thrilling for all of us. Get your butts back here and stop acting like horny teenagers. Tired of you both. <laughs> Sick of them. Uh, that should not be as hilarious as it was. <laughs> Get your butts back here and stop acting like horny teenagers. Well, they are. And it's so, like, they're both what? 50? Knock it off. You're better than that. Especially Mary. Well, Mary woke up at 50. Well, no, technically Mary's 20-something. Okay, fine. Mary's 20-something. Bobby is very old, but that's gross. Now that See, I'm now thinking about it... now we're going to have to go into this Bo- and it's going to get weird. <laughs> like, because Bobby is at least 30 years older than Mary. Is Mary, like, 20-something? I feel like she's, like, early 30s. She's however old Sam and Dean are. Because she said that she came back and her children were the same age that she is. Oh, that's creepy. So, and Bobby was basically, like, a second father to them. So he has to be at least 20, 30 years older than Oh, yeah. Bobby, to me, looks like he's, like, pushing 60 sometimes. No so, factor. creep factor 100? Because, ugh. I get that you're both consenting adults, but also at the same time, ew. Like, he's basically your father. Like, and I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't have daddy issues, so I don't have that. I'm gonna bang somebody who's old enough to be my father. Nope, not gonna do that. And also, like, like five years is pushing it for me. So. And also, like, mm. for him, the the whole thing is that, like, it's not actually the Bobby she knows. And that I could maybe, like, I could see it happening if it was the Bobby she remembered because at that time they were the same age. And I could, like, maybe get around that loophole. That'd be fine. But this one is not the same Bobby. It's just some guy with his face and name. Yeah, that's very... Like, they have a completely different set of experiences. Everything about them is completely different. So, I don't know. Just stop this stupid love, this romance plotline that I don't care about. And actually get to work. Because you're probably the two most experienced hunters that we need right now. And you're not there. Well, no. Mary, like, every time she tries to hunt, she, like, gets confused or whatever. That's because it's... I blame the writers for that. Like, she's like, I'm hunting. Oh, no, I dropped my weapon. and cannot walk away or use any of the tactics that I've learned since childhood. Help me, man who's nearby. Yep. That's, again, I blame the writers for. It's a good thing you couldn't see me, because I did the even the head thing and everything. <laughs> Donate now to get us face cam so we can have, we can have this on top <laughs> so of it. So you can see our reactions. Oh, goodness. Yes. Oh, also join the potential newsletter or email list because we're doing a newsletter at some point in the future, I think, hopefully. With stuff, content, yeah. Yay, more content. Um, on the note of content, uh, 300th episode, Reuniting Family, woo. I I can't wait to see the love triangle between Joe and um their father. I don't. Or what is it? Is it Joe? Bobby. I was gonna say, <laughs> we Joe was a girl, I believe. We I, were literally just talking about him, <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> I thought you meant Mary because Joe was a girl, and I was like, what are you talking about. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's awkward. That tells you how much I don't care about this body. Oh yeah, I don't. I'm honestly not that excited to see everybody reunited. That's I am because I want her to have a a loving moment with her actual husband. And if she does not fall into his bed like she fell into Bobby's bed, I am going to be offended. I might be too, mostly because you guys were actually married and it's the same person, not some random exactly. one. Exactly. Like it might be the same like... person. I actually don't know if that is the same person. Well, no, it's technically he wouldn't be the same person because he became a hunter after she was killed. So he's more gruff and harder. Like, that hardens him to life. Alright, I got... I mean, maybe? I was thinking he was, like, alternate version of him or some other weird version, but who knows? I'm going to assume that I don't know. It says the family reunites. So would it be an alternate version? I know it's it's an alternate version of the Archangel Zachariah, I want to say. Because it was what? Gabriel, Lucifer, Michael, Zachariah. Yes, I think that's all of them. Ask the atheist. <laughs> Why would you ask? Like, I've read it. I just, like, you're asking me to retain this information. Uh, you know, I should have you. Oh, remind me. Something to talk about after we get off podcasting. Okay. 
Uh, so I think this is everything. Uh, yeah, and you've already done the plugs, so. Um, plugs again. <laughs> no, please do it because now there's more and, I, and my notes are wrong. <laughs> no, I actually read your notes. I was like, yeah. Oh, thanks, Ellie. Oh, okay, good. Um, I don't know what else we have. Thank you for listening to Overpowered Podcast. Frankie's the Machine edition. Um, I was your host, Ellie. <laughs> exactly. I'm Jasmine. <laughs> yes. And co-hosting, we had Jasmine. Bye, Jasmine. <laughs> Just find us. Uh, you can find us on uh, real OP tweets. You can find Jasmine at OP Jasmine. You can find me at OP underscore Eddie. <laughs> Links are in the description. You can follow the website overpowerentertainment.com. You can find us on Instagram, real OP Graham. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, which you don't have in your notes. Oh, you did. That was a top. Say, I missed that's it. first. We have a Discord server where you can interact with us directly and even offer suggestions or shows that we can cover. And if you do, oh, also Twig. If you don't make suggestions, we do what we want. So suggest stuff. <laughs> Please suggest so stuff, you otherwise your- <laughs> we go crazy. <laughs> um, so thank you guys for listening. Um, is there anything else that you need to plug? Oh, LA has an article on the site. I have an article on the site. Check out the site for articles and other content. Bye. Bye.